Live here on the podcastle. You know, look like, what happened. It's all mental. Here's what you missed last week, nerds. The execution of that and how you are able to trump up and pipe up morale. I remember at John's uh, before the wedding, a lot of the, the groomsmen were hung over, and I took them all inside a room, and I gave them a Rudy kind of coach talk. Yep. And uh, I mean, that didn't happen, but punched in my mind, the dick. punched oh, them all in the dick. 35 of us. And it was really great. Cup One check. thing that did happen at your wedding that was cool was Scotty Brilliant. I wore the yarmulke, and he was like, I really admire you for wearing the yarmulke. Oh, yeah. Thank you. That's really respectful. And I was like, thanks, man. I'm like an honorary Jew. Like, now, now, look. Right now, you're listening to a quality program. Tweet us at the podcast. Let the underscore podcast. I'm curious to get your dick on it. Tell us to shut the fuck up. John, 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 John. Oh my gosh! Crazy. I admire Bat. I admire your garlic sauce. Snap us. Happy underscore podcastle. At nerd dot thirty five. No. Two people doing this podcast invented it. Oh my gosh! Wait, is it the podcast? Okay, I'm just going podcast off. Oh my gosh! Might as well call us the Walking Dead up in here. Might as well call us the Walking Dead up in here because we be woke on the show. What's up? It's a tick 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 ticking time bomb. Stay woke. We be, we be lit. Stay woke. Word. Oh my yeah, gosh. Stay, stay woke, man. You know, fresh without it's really an amazing the the trends in language where all you're basically doing is using a word against its definition. Like you're just creating a new use of a word that already the rules and regulations. Giving it a new definition. Right. Like woke. It's interesting. It's, it's a zesty form of communication from the lingual arts. The arts. Oh, my gosh. Matt and John are pursuing a career in the arts. Yeah, right. No, Lingual? we just don't want to do real work and get famous for doing what we love doing. I have a bachelor of arts. What does that mean? A single man of arts? Yeah, that's what I think I'm a bachelor of arts, or at least I was why in my it, 20s. Why is I play a... guitar, dating different girls. I'm a bachelor of arts. Yeah, I've been a bachelor of arts my whole life, and now I just has a, have a piece of paper that says... Penn State University, Bachelor of Arts, signed by a man who covered up molestation. <laughs> I love when you meet people, usually in the workplace. No, I'm not saying anybody in particular with me, but, you know, in the past, and they're like, oh, I have a master's. And you're like, oh, that's pretty cool. And then you work with them. Oh, and you're my like, gosh. I'm so much smarter than you. It you're just right. goes to show you, like, a piece of paper, like, doesn't really mean shit. You just, like, cracked out tests a little bit better. When you were right. 22, than I did, but it doesn't mean like you're oh, more qualified as like a person in this job. Goes against my whole theory of school. I think it's so just lazy, and so many changes need to be made because if oh you're a master's and I barely graduated Penn State, why do we have the same job? Right. And depending, yeah, right. Why do we have this? Why are you taking? Why are you getting my coffee for me? Why am I technically making more than you each month? Why am I going to live longer than you? What? I don't know. I don't know. Why does oh, my gosh. Why did your parents get divorced because of you at an early age? I'm going to open that scab up. Tweet us. Why snap us do you oh my gosh. post on Facebook Friday nights? What's everyone up to around 8 p.m.? And then when oh, nobody answers within you. 30 minutes, you post the obligatory wine picture with a house of cards or orange and the black in the back saying, it's me time. <laughs> And all you get on that original <laughs> post is one like from most likely an ant twice your <laughs> And she also likes other photos that were at least three years old because she's clearly going down your feed and looking up photos and commenting things that aren't a 
applicable to that post. Here's a picture of me at the beach. Don't forget to put flowers at the grave tomorrow. What's what's more what's more cliche that women do? Uh, what's more of the typical Facebook post that you see more of? Is it the Friday night wine shot with like it's probably going to be like barefoot wine in a glass or the vacation shots where it's like the legs on the uh, you know oh, the, wow. the the lawn chair with like the pool in the back and you see like a fruity drink and it's like time to relax and it's just like it's it's just a shot of feet like oiled feet and you're like ugh I know it's never the attractive pair of feet sitting there with the mojito and the shitty hotel pool in the background you know in January in Tampa where it's really only 60 degrees you're barely enjoying yourself but I think right wine uh, is is posted more just because more people are sitting in front of the couch versus a pool. But those yeah, pool yeah, ones, yeah, right. Oh, the, work those in, pool, the, work in those remote. Pool, I'm working the mode. I'm just doing my thing. The pool ones get you too because it's so funny when you see people like on vacation, zero or room for error. even like somewhere whatever. They they almost you see a lot of like forced photograph pictures. Uh, you, like you know you're not having that great of a time. It's like. At the airport, living the dream. It's like you're going through security right now. Like that is not fun at all. You're you know, the rules and regulations. some sort of cold. Don't be the rules and regulations. Right. This is the rules and regulations. In some Madrid hospital, <laughs> Madrid, Hold in in a couple days. I do like the post though, where it's like, you know, the the girl that's always posting pictures of the nieces and nephews, and you're like, oh did gosh. they have a kid? Because it's like holding them in the hospital. I'm like, I didn't know they were pregnant. And then there's you're like, like, oh. There's like a three-year-old with them, a one-year-old, and she's holding a newborn. It's like, when did all this happen? Oh, yeah, wait a it, second. Their last names aren't the same. Right. But then, but a lot of the times it's like holding my favorite, little Nathan. And you're like, did they – did you have a kid? Yeah. Like, I don't remember you getting pregnant. Is it mine? People post on Facebook basically the story they want you to see. I mean, this is so obvious, and we've gotten right. into this. But I was I was listening to Joe Rogan the other day talk about that, and it, it's like, oh, uh, great well, show. Who posts about the bad shit? Well, they're the annoying people. You know, it's like I'd rather prefer someone just show me that <laughs> life is fine. The Joe Rogan experience, unless yeah. they're creative and are making fun of the, their bad fortune. Right, which is funny. But people, you know, it's like that quote, live your life as it looks on Facebook, where it's always, you know, the greatest all the time. It's but then really, you're, because it's not. That that goes to like a, t- a certain personality type, you know, like type A, type B. Um, yeah. And I kind of, I think I took Please a class up. on that. Oh, my gosh. There was, there was a chapter, oh, my gosh, on that oh my gosh. in sociology, and it was like, Oh, interesting. A-type personality. Uh, they don't really have a lot of clutter. They don't have they don't a lot of distraction. Uh, their office, basically, is very boring and, and to the point. Um, then there's a C-type personality, and they surround themselves with pictures of themselves at fun events. They hang things that put them in a good mood on the wall, and that's exactly what Facebook is. The A-type people oh, yeah. aren't even fucking posting on Facebook. They don't give a shit. The C people right. are just posting, you know, life. Random so, stuff. Yeah. That's so true. That's a good sociological experiment. I admire that, that asparagus dip. I like that artichoke. Be on board for that potato um, salad. I have always 
been impressed by your meatballs. Yeah, so I, I certainly admire that uh, that cup of hot chocolate with some marshmallows at the top. That is delicious. Floating. Um, so we had Bob on the other day. That was fun. That um, was a great show, and I always feel like we scrape we scrape the surface with Bob. Right. There's so much more we want to talk about. You know, the rules we, and regulations. I feel like when we're interviewing zero him, room talking with him. We try to I try to crowbar so much in because I have so many questions zero you know, about stuff. Error. So I just kind of like try to enjoy everything he says. But it, everything Zach he says, Mondo. I have like eight more points of like questions I want to ask about him. Exactly. It's Mondo. like he's getting um, gosh, rules and regulations. DIM. Zero room for errors. You know, during the show. Oh yeah. And I wrote scrape the service. I get it though. I would have done the same thing and then reread it and been like, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> Instead of the surface. But yeah, whatever he's talking about is so awesome, but it's like every other sentence, I want to stop him and pull him oh down that road. And then sometimes it's hard to get back to where he originally was. I feel like he never finishes a story with us. Really? Don't, we are uninformed. Having a, yeah, having an interview with Bob on the show or a show with Bob is like going sh- grocery shopping for one thing and you just keep going down a different aisle and finding new things you want to get and then you leave and you actually don't ever get the original thing. It is a trip to Target. It's a tri- it's a trip to Walmarts. Walmarts. That's the fucking word. I do love it is funny though. And when you talk about writing down the notes, tell me if you do this too. I'll write down notes in like ADHD fashion like a, a thought will just come in my head. I'm like got to write it down. And sometimes I come back and I have no idea what that means. I'm like what is cherries on a cruise ship mean like this was a good idea and i have no idea what this means so if anyone found these notes they'll be like he was mad he was out of his mind san antonio 109 utah 103 why did why did you have to write that down that sounds pretty good to me 109 much like the 109th airborne was active in korea war like from from last show i didn't take a lot of notes um but we both had a fine, one one fine each. Uh, the one that I, I tried to call Bob out on, I've decided it's not a fine. Okay. Um, I remember that, I think. But I wrote down, the first thing I wrote down was, I wrote it before the show started. Um, the idea of getting up early and how fucking overrated it is now. Mm. You know? Yeah. Like, I've been getting up early, too, and it's it's it sucks. I'm oh, kill myself. have you? Yeah. You get up like 9 o'clock. On weekends. No, just to like get up, make lifestyle changes. I'm going to bed earlier. Yeah. Not a lot. Are you? Yeah. I guess it's okay. I gotta do that. Man. Oh my gosh. I, I, I just, just don't, don't know what to do with myself. I'm like walking around. I'm like, I I guess I'll eat. <laughs> I kinda wanna go back to bed, but I guess it, like I'll do after something. After the the pure rush, the pure delicious joy of that. That is that, that first cup Adderall. of coffee or that... Oh, yeah, yeah, the coffee. You're right. Yeah, no, the coffee. <laughs> the combo where you're just oh. like, I could rule the entire universe right now if someone gave me an offer. But in 10 minutes, I won't be able to anymore. Yeah, once your pre-palpitation get going on with the coffee and Adderall mix and you have that feeling, you go outside, you're like on a mountaintop and you're just like, <laughs> good morning, good morning. We've <laughs> talked the whole night through. Good morning, good morning <laughs> to you. There's a little kid that runs into the street and you just walk right in front of her, stop the car with your bare hand. Pardon right. me, sir. Pardon me, sir. And I, I, I bench press a Buick and I'm just like, we're going to start this day. And then it crashes down and you're like, I just want to go in the bathroom and cry, cry, and cry. 
I have no interest in anything. Nothing I have no <laughs> is entertaining me right now. Nothing. And then when the Adderall wears off, it's That's like what I mean. the, yeah, when the kryptonite like hits Superman a little bit, you're just like powers draining, draining down. I go from possibly the most exciting, interesting human being in a 300 mile radius to <laughs> someone who wants to climb into a hole and disappear. Right. I go from being Barack Obama in 2009 where, you know, hope and change is happening really? and everybody's behind you. Yeah. To Donald Trump on the shitter at two in the morning, tweeting at ABC News or something, and you're like, "Wow, opposite." Did you hear about? Did you see the picture of Melania at Barbara Bush's funeral? She was next to Obama, and Obama like told a joke or something. She's laughing and smiling, <laughs> and somebody commented like, "Oh, he's so charming." Yeah, somebody's like, "Barack is funny and all, but that is a woman that is in a bad marriage and, and is nice to like have a smile of dignity around like a real man again." And they're like saying Trump's going nuts Obama! about it. Because no she like way. posed for pictures with Obama, and he like told it. And 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 the funny thing is, it's oh, at a funeral. I love it. Melania Trump is the happiest you've ever seen her, and it's at a funeral. Right. Like just because Donald's Obama. not there and she's sitting next to Obama, she's like she's smiling. Her yeah. face is making a smile it hasn't made in like twenty years. Right. Like she's genuinely like laughing yeah. at a, another like a good man, like the the president that we all want. You know. She is relishing. Obama in the presence that is a, a, a real good person and was Obama! a great leader. And she, it's like infectious. There's, yeah. It's all a popularity contest. And when it comes down to it, I just don't like Trump. And I like Obama. I think I'd like to hang out with Obama. Trump is a guy oh, yeah. that he reminds me of those kids who were bullies in sixth grade, but then in ninth grade had no friends anymore. Right. Yeah, they were bullies and then the they got kind of heavy. And they were just trying to like, they were still kind of mean. Where Obama was like, maybe you wouldn't hang out with him in a circle Obama! every day, but when you did see him at a party and you had a beer or a smoke with him, he'd be pretty cool. And he'd be like, uh, how's it going? You, you and know? I did not hang out in the circles that Obama hung out in because he was a, a, Obama! an academic. You know, he was a book nerd. He was a smart student. Nerd alert! Yeah, right. But if we crossed paths, we'd be like, then why don't we hang out more often? Oh, that's oh, right. Wow. The advanced classes, that's why. Because you know he's cool. Yes. You're, like, he, you saw him on, on Letterman's, uh, my next guest needs own introduction. You saw him, like, his interview, and you know he's, like, cool. I, I just remember his interviews, you know, they asked him if he ever smoked pot. And, you know, every presidential candidate before was like, I didn't, or I did, but I didn't inhale. Right. He was like, uh, I did in college, and I did inhale. That was the point. I, you know, oh, he's just so, like, so smooth, I like, so cool. I thought he said, like, I'm not going to tell you. I uh, didn't inhale. I thought that was the point. I thought like, that was you know, the point. He said like a double negative. Yeah, uh, that was the point. Uh, now look. Yeah, yeah, get stoned. Now look. I wish you could have him back for another thing. I wish we could. Hey, Bob thinks it should be a one uh, one term limit for a president, but it's six years. I think I, I could go. I could get aboard with that, Ginger. I just think there shouldn't be a president. I think it's just so phony. Blind. Should go back to a king. Uh, or no, yeah. just like uh, a group. An maybe. oligarchy. I have no idea. Ooh, like an how, oligarchy. Like, Trump can make the final decision. of, you know, security. But he never does. Right. You know, like, no president puts his foot down and says, fuck this. I'm tired of everyone trying to bicker and get to a, a decision. Here's what's happening. Right. Right? It's true. 
Yeah. There's too much red tape and nonsense. There's too many people. Going around. It's a slow process. It slows it down, you know? It's like a big, bulky, like, meeting that never ends. Right. It's like People just have ideas, and you're just sitting there like, can I just go home now? We're not getting anything done. It's like Let's just deal with it the way it all, is. We all have darts with ideas oh on my them gosh. and balloons across the room. And darts. the balloons are made of cement. Yeah, they're not you getting know, any. Even if we hit one dead on, it bounces off. Right, that's a great analogy. It just bounces, right, it breaks the dart like yeah. it breaks your spirit. Yeah, right. <laughs> you don't even want to walk up there and pick your dart back up and start over. You're like, eh, the whole thing is like, oh, I can't do it. It's crazy. Did you see uh, Jay-Z on my next guest? I didn't watch all of it. I only watched parts of it. but It was pretty good. I- I'm just so impressed by how intelligent Letterman, in, it, Letterman is as this old man who lives in Indiana. Uh, yeah, right. He's really like an intelligent, open-minded person. He really is. That where he lives now, Indiana? I think so. I believe. Yeah, oh, yeah. He's very smart, and his interviews. He's very, uh, yeah, for a seventy-year-old man or whatever he is. Yeah, he's still like sharp. Yeah, and not sharp for a seventy-year-old. Like sharp as a human. Like he's, he can keep up with Jay Z. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, not only does he have Obama on and goes right along with him. He has Jay-Z on. A guy 10 years ago, I'd be amazed Letterman even knew who he was. Well, maybe 20 years ago. It's just amazing how mainstream Jay-Z is, but how much street cred Letterman has in that singular interview. Yeah, it was really interesting. Absolutely. And it's funny when they were talking about having a paper route and how Letterman said he had a paper route, and then Jay-Z said, I had a paper route too, but his paper route was drugs. And he yeah, was very right. candid about how Papers. he sold drugs as a exact teenager. Amundo. And he was making oh, really? like two grand a night selling drugs, Jay-Z. Exactly. And and you're just thinking, wow, man, that's a guy. Oh, my gosh. Who really? And he said, Jay-Z said, uh, you know, I had to get out of that game and continue to do music because every time I was selling drugs, I'd still be writing raps on the corner until the next sale. Mm-hmm. And there's only two ways you get out of the drug business, and it's going to end either way, definitely. It's jail or you're going to get killed. True. So he's like, I got out of there. And that, I mean, that's a guy that really – really lived in the projects and like has seen some shit happen. bossy projects yeah right bedford stye is that like one of the most uh deadly areas of the country like the most deaths yeah the cops don't even go, go in there right yeah if right you walk through and you're not from there like there's someone in a car waiting with a gun pointed at you exactly oh yeah you can't stop at like red lights through there like if you do the people come out and like jack your car like, you just don't stop there. Well, I've, I only watched, like, the second half of the interview. It's pretty so good. I guess i got to go back and rewatch, but hopefully I can do that before the season premiere. <gasps> Ooh. Of West. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Westworld, man. I'm oh so pumped for this. What is it? Isn't, isn't, like, Samurai World debuting tonight? Isn't that the new angle? The Japan... Shang- Part of it? Shogun? Shogun. 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 Shanghai or Samurai. I don't, nobody knows what it stands for. I think for it's yet. Shogun. Okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's what, that's what they think, but nobody knows what it, what it stands for. But that's what, like. I just remember the like. end of this first season where Maeve's trying to escape and she runs through that room where there's those Samurai warriors 
fighting. Yeah. But they cool. were being like tested. You know, they yeah, were, they were like glass. tweaking them. Yeah. And I feel like this season's just going to be an all out revolt. Like all the robots are going to like just start Shut killing up. everyone. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's uh it's very Jurassic Park esque. They create the something and then they turn on you. I keep forgetting that Michael Crichton wrote this original story. Yeah, it was how, where we got the idea for Jurassic Park. He's like, I'm going to redo this, but with dinosaurs. Because yeah. he wrote it he wrote it first, and then he's like, I'm... <laughs> then he rewrote it for dinosaurs. And he wanted to do the movie in the early 80s, Jurassic Park. Oh, my gosh. He was like tech. a visionary. He's like, yeah, the technology isn't there yet. And then Spielberg wanted to do it earlier on, and he said the same thing, like the tech isn't there yet. And then 93, when they showed him like, the CGI he could do with animatronics was done. Whose company was that? Spielberg's? Yeah, it was, uh, well, production. I guess it was it was Universal Pictures that did it, and then Amblin, his production company was like, they produced it. And then when he was done filming Jurassic Park or directing Jurassic Park, he left it in the hands of George Lucas to edit it, and he immediately started shooting Schindler's List. So it's amazing to go from filming and shooting these dinosaurs to okay, we're going to go do a movie about the Holocaust now. I'm leaving it to you, George Lucas. And George Lucas supervised all the editing. So, like, Holy what a busy year for that guy. Fuck. Can and you imagine switching gears like that? Right, like going from groundbreaking special effects to groundbreaking story. Right. Amazing. I watched that last night, too, again, Schindler's List. And I remember why I haven't watched it since I saw it, like, in the theaters. I mean, you're physically sick watching it. I, I couldn't really finish. I mean, it's it's it rips apart your stomach. I heard it before I watched it. Someone actually Brett, uh, Brett Katzen, he told me if you make it through the first 45 minutes, you'll be okay. And I was fine, but after watching it, I was so impressed. I really loved it. I Beautiful. realized that I watched it already in film class at Penn State, and. Uh, Watching it a second time, it was so much better. It blew oh my, gosh. my, my day. Yeah, blew your day. You know what I mean? Because no, I was right. Yeah, you appreciate. Yeah, more. right. You, you, yeah, you're more. I was like more oh, of a better audience. Yeah, right. When I saw the girl in the red coat. Yeah, right. Like, oh, I remember this movie. Oh my gosh, this guy. Yeah, right. Saves all these oh my people, gosh. but he probably could have saved all of them. And he figures that out, like, at the end, right? Remember, he's like, oh, I didn't do enough. Yeah, he didn't give himself enough credit. He was like, but he, mean, he was like the most lax hero ever. He was like, no, yeah, just sneak him out. Sneak them out. Sneak him out. Like, sneak him out. What's going on? He was so lax. Zero room fleet. for error. Yes. Tweet us. Snap us. At the underscore podcastle. At the nerd. Every time we say tweet us, another fat man gets a donut. That's how special that is. So what's going on, man? What's happening in uh, Florida this weekend? You guys uh, going out to Anthony's um, Stonefire Grill? Or what's... No. I picture that's to... what you guys do every weekend. You either go to the Dell, go, go to Boston's on the beach, or no. Anthony's, or Burger Fight. Well, not now with a baby. Uh, I think it'd be uh, great if you did, though. You brought her into the bar, and you're like, wow. Well, wow, they're, they're liberal parents. We do like bringing her to Hurricane Alley, that little like restaurant uh, that brews their own beer. Oh, yeah, they allow dogs there, too. Dogs, too, yeah. But that's like a fucking, it's a project. Her, and you, you know. got to get Hannah at the right time. She's like, 
either full or asleep. Um, <laughs> but this weekend, man, it was the first. I thought you said Heather at the right time. For literally, I thought you said we got to get Heather to the either full or asleep. I'm like, what kind of what kind of world are you guys living in down there? <laughs> what kind of life is that? <laughs> By the way, I commented on Jeff Hassinger's post. He had an Eagles pennant flag up, and I, I had the same one or have the same one when I was a kid. I, it's still like in my attic somewhere. And I commented like, "Great flag." And as soon as I commented on it, I was like, "Ah, I should have said pennant." And I'm like, "Jeff doesn't care." And then he corrected me, pennant. And I'm like, "No, I know, I know." He he, very, German efficiency, man. It's a rolling rolling gun there. It's a smoking gun. Yeah. Got it. It is efficient. We can all take a page out of his book. But that's like, um, that's like calling, that's like saying the Phillies scored five points. Right. You know, (laughs) (laughs) the the runs, but okay. That's like saying the Eagles just scored a, um, another hit of two points on that safety. Double play. Aren't those old flags cool though? Like the hung hang out. Oh, I always think yeah. they look like every eighties movie like kids bedroom where bedroom, you see like right. the Cleveland Browns hanging out. I remember as a kid I had like the Phillies <laughs> and the Eagles. And they don't did they even make those anymore? I mean they're like they're like classics, you know? Yeah, they do. I think they they actually they sell them at the uh at the parks, the stadiums. But also whenever they the win uh, whenever they win a championship, they sell one with all the players' autographs on it and it has the year and you know, oh yeah, those are cool. Mostly World Series. I think it's primarily a baseball thing. That's what they I say. I want to start. When you win the, the NL or the AL, you, you won the pennant. You won the pennant, right? Yeah. The, the Dodgers won the pennant. The uh, I want to start sending you pennant. Uh, you know, pictures of players that you know are of like Michael Jordan, Tom Brady, and to start auto- autographing them personal things like to John. Great fucking night. Thanks for the ride, Michael Jordan. And you put them up, so when people come over, they're like, oh my gosh, you, what a colorful life. Oh my, oh my gosh. gosh. Oh my gosh. I, uh, oh my gosh. One time oh my I gosh. had, speaking of my dad and fake autographs, autographs <laughs> I had him sign may, maybe like a card that had new kids on the block. Uh, who is the little dude, the youngest guy? Joey. Joey. Joey, Joey McIntyre. McIntyre. I had my dad sign like it was like a playing card, like a baseball card, but for of him musicians. It was like an MTV thing. Huh. And I got I got it and I got it in the pack and I was like, oh, dad, fake sign this and I'll show Bonnie Bergen and you know. Oh, God bless her. I know, but uh, she didn't buy it. That's, that's so funny. She didn't buy it. My dad signed it. The Curse of Jays, the big M. She didn't buy it? Didn't buy it. She's like, that's not real. You you did that. I was like, no, I can't write this. I can't write like this. <laughs> she goes, you had your dad Busted. do it for you. I was like, what the <laughs> fuck? Yeah, that's so funny, though. Those little shenanigans. NKOTB. NKOTB. I, I, I remember in middle or elementary school, what was Nicole Russo's sister's name? Michelle. I thought she was cute, so I wrote this little script together on um, loose leaf. Yeah, like two pages of like lines, and I was like, "I'm a director. Do you want to be in my film?" And she's like, "Even she was like, you're like in fifth grade." And I was like, "I remember hearing Schwarzenegger got paid twenty five hundred dollars a word for Terminator 2. Oh and I was God. like, "And I was like, oh I'll pay you twenty five cents a word." And she counted the math. She's like, "It's like eighty bucks." And I was like, "I'm a producer. You know, I, there was no script. I just thought like." I thought if I could say I'm from Hollywood, that would like be the be-all, end-all. Did not work at all. 
but it was like this little shenanigan on the bus. Like, no, nah, I do films. Because I had a camera. I had a video camera. And I would like do little films where like I'd film myself jumping into a pool and then I'd swim underwater off camera and then wait like 30 seconds, wait a minute, and then swim back in and then come up like I was underwater for five minutes. And I'm like, ta-da! There was a lot of sympathy like flaps to the, the parents on that one. Like, that's really creative, Matthew. You know, I, um, I, I, rem- I remember when we talked about if the internet was around when we were, you know, younger. Oh, yeah. This oh, like my gosh. There's scenarios where, oh, my God, with the ability to, with, like, the creative freedom that it, it you can dive into. If we were, oh my gosh. you know, it takes kids a day to figure out everything on the internet. So, like, we would be half a day figured it all out and have all this nonsense splattered to millions. Oh, everywhere. It would just be manipulation. With people, we'd have, like, a party. Like a political party after us, like chants <laughs> yeah. and like groups, you know, like oh, by rallies. Now, by now we'd have like 800 fan pages. It would be like the rally in the St. Jude parking lot where you're like at a podium and you're just like yeah. spewing propaganda and people are like chanting like a cult, you know? <laughs> right. Like at first we get expelled, but then there's this like support group and then there's kind of like a, a cult forming and then there's yeah. riots in our name. I mean, people <laughs> we take over student council and abolish it and become supreme leaders. By the way, we talked about this before. I love, I love student council had uh, the representative in each grade and the alternate, which was like the vice in case the first one gets assassinated. <laughs> it's like, why, why, why do you have that? Like, what's going to happen to John White? Like, if, if, you know, if the fifth grade, you know, third party militia wing takes him out, does Renee Mert step in and like, you know, start shaking up policy? There was like, remember they had the vice president. Yes. The vice, in case yeah. the first one like got taken out or something. I remember. That's a bad sketch too. If like during a school shooting, one did get taken out and the vice steps oh in. Oh my god! Wow, Not, that is probably like the last. That's like a sketch you can't make yet. No, no, cannot, cannot touch that. No, but it's there. Thanks for the Me Too film. I'm excited to listen to that. Uh, I um I noticed that. Okay, there's like three tiny mistakes that I've been uh, tempted to go back and, and edit. Uh, okay. But all it is is it's this. It's, it's that air. And then I remembered I have this. Oh. I can so probably fix it. I could redo it just to get that wind puff out of there. Oh, whatever you think. Yeah. It's your ginger, and it tastes spicy. So I'm sure it'll be fun. Stupid. Have you ever tried the ginger challenge? Or no, I mean the cinnamon challenge? No. Where you put the cinnamon in your mouth, ma- the spoon of cinnamon in your mouth? I no, but I've done, I, I did that when I was a kid, and I was at a neighbor's house, Joey's, and I, there's ground cinnamon there, and I thought, cinnamon tastes good. So I put a spoon in my mouth, and I started yelling at him, like, why would you let me do that? Because I was, like, having a like heart attack. puffing out of your mouth. Oh, yeah, like I had to rinse my mouth. It was there for, like, a day. Yeah, it just turns into like breath. a solid, and there's no saliva left in your mouth. The cinnamon challenge. Yeah. Carrado did the saltine challenge on the show the one time. I remember. She thought she could beat it. and it, She didn't, right? No, I think like, hey, Ashley had to, you had to check on her or something. It was I like, I think go, she yeah. was ill in Labor, mm. or, or expecting to be in Labor. And then Carrado did it, and so it was just her and I. And I'm like, Carrado, you're just like a grown woman, like shoving these things in your mouth to me on a Friday night. Like, how do you feel about your life? You know, she's like, oh, wow, wow. 
Wow. It was funny. <laughs> Cutting edge radio. Cutting edge radio here. 30 minutes. Wash, like, like, wash his butt rag once a week. <laughs> Basically, in his loincloth. Yeah, and he flooded the house. And like the seal, like the drywall, drywall fell down. We didn't know if we should even be like living in the house. And then, so that happens three days before Christmas. And like he sees me schlepping all my ruined possessions, like sentimental objects to the dumpster. And he oh like gosh. comes up and it's like, it's like Christmas day. And I'm like, hi, Dong Min, like, thanks for nothing. You know, in like a confrontational way. And he was like, I'm really sorry. You know, he, he apologizes. So I'm like, all right. I'm like, it's all right. It's Christmas. Accidents happen. And I feel like relieved that I'm the bigger person. Three weeks later, uh -oh. it's happening again. Quick dick break. And then I'm going to start calling, going, calling going to the bathroom at work dick breaks. See if I can go with that. Oh my gosh. I got to go take a dick break. I'll be right back. <laughs> a what break? A bathroom break. I thought you said, I thought I said what? Oh, that's right. You can't say that to me because it'll a be a lawsuit. Break. Oh I used to say that to teachers in college. Accurate. Mr. Clark, not enough sleep last night? Oh, I slept alone, Mrs. Jenkins. Then they'd feel immediately uncomfortable and they would never ask me about my sleep again. <laughs> Tired, Mr. Clark? How'd you sleep last night? Oh, well, to be honest with you, I slept alone. Why are you asking me about my sleep? Oh, oh, no, no. I don't, I don't want to do that. Mr. Clark, uh, late for class again. Uh, up late? Yes, actually, I was staring at the ceiling from the hours of 11 p.m. to 7 a.m. <laughs> I, did, I didn't commit to anything, though. <laughs> Mr. Mr. Hassinger, would you, if, it, if somebody told you to jump off a bridge, would you do it? What kind of person would Many tell somebody to jump off the bridge? Jump off a bridge. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. I always oh loved arguing that logic. You know, if, well, why did you run down the hallway? Well, John was doing it. If John jumped off a bridge, would you do it? Well, no, because that's different than running down a hallway. Yeah. Jumping off a bridge implies immediate Death. danger. Right. Running down the hallway, there's no danger to that except I'm just acting up a little bit. So that's actually a bad analogy. What you should have said was, if John cut class, would you do that? Yeah, maybe, depending on the, on the class. But, like, right. let's have a conversation about this. You're a teacher. You want to educate us. Let's use factual interpretation. It is such shitty generalizing. Oh, well, he's my friend, and he's doing something that appears to be fun, so I'm going to try it. I'm not going to kill myself. Right. Hey, speaking of generalizations, Linda Jean in fourth grade was trying to give – she was trying to talk about India or something and, and, and oh Christianity gosh. oppression of how Christians were killed by, like, soldiers. Mm. And – and I guess the message is important, but what she would do is she would go around each – I don't know if you were in that class. I think I feel like they separated us going forward from like third grade on, but she would go around to make her point and put up a gun, like her finger as a gun behind the person's head and go, do you believe in God? And if they said yes, she'd go, you're dead. And she did that like 10 times, and finally she got to Chad Munn, and he's like, no. And then she goes, okay, get up and follow me. And then Zero she makes her go to each person, and I, and I get the point. But as a fourth grader, it's really fucked up. I never forgot that. Could you imagine if you did that today and you told like a parent that? It would be like uh... a police investigation. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> no, for real, like a like a they cop would like shut a... down that whole school if that happened. Yeah, uh, not really, but that would be big news. Linda Jean would be fired quickly. Oh, oh yeah. All you have to do is leak that to the 
But when you mentioned Chad Munn, I remember him saying no. And I remember her now going, you're dead. You remember that? You're going to heaven, I guess, was her point. Something like that. But it was like really weird. But it was it reminded me because we're talking about these like generalizations where it's like, well, no, of course he's going to say no. He doesn't want to die. It doesn't mean it's true. Right. But the way she did it, I'm like, wow, that's that's really like I don't know if the message is really being impacted. We get it. If we die, we go to heaven. Right. I get it. It was bizarre. We don't need. Yeah, uh, right. Execution style uh, teaching here. Yeah, right. <laughs> now that we brought the whole house down to a bitter cry, oh, tweet us. Snap us. At the underscore podcast. We will return religiously. Old fucks who have no clue what's going on <laughs> in social media are the ones making the laws and making these decisions. Like, that's not <laughs> what our concern Where The government should have nothing to do with it. It's Facebook. Their highest nerds that like protect hacking should have a press conference and explain in layman's terms. Here's how we're going to prevent this. Get your tribal on, everybody. Get your tribal on. Get your tribal juice at home. That's what I imagine they do, they're doing. They're all dancing around a fire, and, and some of them are, like, on their knees around the fire, and they're sending the fire into the sky, into the And spirit. the ashes and everything oh and they're like, they're floating all over the place. Yeah. And it, like, you hear the crackles, like the right. pops of the air, of the air uh, bubbles in the wood. And they're connecting with some sort of gods. Right, and there's the... Uh, their faces are illuminated with flame. Mm-hmm. Lots of reflective. Tons of war paint, like buckets of it. They just keep like, slathering on themselves. Juicy roast beef, an A treat, like a juicy roast beef, an A treat, and potato salad that was left out an hour too long, and you know that, but you still eat it anyway. Kind of like um, maybe a hot dog that wasn't yours. You ate it anyway. Um, maybe a little bit like somebody left some macaroni salad. You know you're going to get sick from it, but you eat it. Because you're with your family. And you want to drink more and you can't. Um, maybe like a Nantucket gym. <laughs> Fuck. Um, maybe like, um, somebody left out, um, some pasta. Why is that at a fucking picnic? After dinner. two seesaw battles in Miami, <laughs> there it is. the Sixers take both game three and four, headed back to Philadelphia with a three to one lead. And now, sports of John, 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 sports of John, sports of John. Some more pop culture stuff and, you know, sports, you know, sports stuff if you have anything on the plate. Pop culture stuff and you know sports man, sports stuff if you have anything on the plate. Yeah. Love it, man. Dwayne Wade tried all he could to extinguish uh just a team that has so many fucking pieces, man. I swear it's like yeah. it was almost like they were saying trust the process. 
to get these young guys and then put stars around them and win right away. Right. Yeah. That's a good uh because I'll be on board for that potato salad. The Cavs are down two games to one to the pace. Oh my gosh. Unbelievable. Yep. The game they won, they barely won. Yeah, it right. was a fluke. Yes. Yeah, right. Flukish. They played an idea at 830. That's game four. That's not a solid win. Indiana is probably, in my opinion, the hardest place to play uh, basketball if you're a visitor. I don't know oh, is why. It? it gets louder than any stadium I ever remember uh, hearing on television. Back when I was a big Knicks fan, yeah, and they would they would always have to go through the Pacers in the playoffs. Right. You were a Knicks fan with Reggie Miller, and hmm. Reggie Miller nailing those threes late in the game hey, to Andy, send it play. to Game Seven. That crowd was so loud it made my blood interesting. Boil. Yeah, I was going to ask you, is it the crowd because they're like notorious the for the loud crowds? Right. You know the yeah. Hoosiers. You know they invented right. basketball. Yeah. The Hoosiers, that's what the Genesis basketball team is called. Just bad in the Actually, that is short of the record for both teams in a playoff game. Miller for three. And he got it. Reggie Miller with a clutch trade. Updates and from the NBA. Whoa. The Spurs beat the Warriors. 103-90. That was game four. Uh, oh, Warriors my gosh. Warriors could have closed out, but... Uh, Popovich. Warriors or Spurs pushing to game five. Popovich, I don't think coached. His wife passed away uh, recently. Oh no! Sorry about that. Uh, yeah, Popovich. I like him. I'm a fan. Me too. I think he's uh, not just a great basketball player. I think he's a good. He's person, a great man. Smart person. Right. Yeah. Great man. Um, the Bucks tied the series with the Celtics 2-2, two to two, 102-104 in Milwaukee. Uh, in about four minutes, we have game Monday. four between the Raptors and the Wizards. Wizards won their last game. It's uh, Raptors two games to one there. And like I mentioned earlier, the Cavs face the Pacers in loud-ass Indiana at 8.30 on TNT. More importantly, I, uh, we live in a racist country. I was getting excited because the Flyers pushed it over to hockey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ice skate, ice skate, blades of steel. <laughs> Fight. Fight. Blades of steel. Blades of steel. <laughs> the Flyers won Friday night. Yeah, man. Pushing the series to six back to Philadelphia, but they lost today eight to five. Shit, that's a high scoring hockey game. Eight to five. If you score five goals, you oh should my gosh. win, you jerk offs. Oh yeah, my gosh. You, oh. right? That's a part of my dick. That's a wild score, though, for hockey. Right. It's, it's, it's really shitty uh, goaltending. If you ask me, the only other game tonight in the hockey playoffs is Predators Avalanche. The Avalanche really giving them a run for their dicks. Uh, Predators have the three games to two lead, but the Avalanche, uh, you know, I picked them to win it all. And Avalanche are making it really rough on them in this first go. What 
Blades of oh Steel. Gosh. Predators uh, have the best um, star, man. Predators have the best looking uniforms in the league, don't you agree? Zero room for error. Yeah, absolutely. Best uniforms. Uh, over to baseball. Ooh, over to the old pastime of America. The old diamond. Yesterday, Ooh. Matt, we had the... Uh... Wow, holy shit. I'll get to it in a second. But yesterday, we had the first no-hitter of the season. Oh, who was it? Uh, oh, my gosh. His name escaped me, but he plays for the Athletics. Ah. I believe his name starts with an M. <laughs> uh, no-hitter. Good for him. It's great. It's funny. There were so many other headlines above that uh, yesterday. Nobody really cared. Uh, yeah, that no, but that's always exciting, having the yeah, first no-hitter right. of the season. That's, that's a milestone. It's so hard to do. Although. It is hard to do. The Phillies complete a sweep of the Pirates. They are fucking really playing. Dude, I swear the Eagles have infected all the other teams, the Sixers, the Phillies, even yeah. the Flyers who had no business playing six games against the Penguins. They're all, they're feeling the mojo. Yeah, it's, epi- it's an epidemic, man. It is. It's spreading like a virus. Allen, eighth year, singles to right to score Andrew Knapp and give the Phillies a 3-2 to two victory over the Pirates in 11 innings. Wild. Sweet McCoy. Oh, my gosh. What ha- what's going on with Orioles slugger Mark Trumbo? Are they aren't they putting him down in the minors now because he got injured? I always like to follow the Orioles. I think so because uh, they're they're having a really bad start this year. Really, the Orioles six and sixteen. Yeah, and Yucky. that wasn't the case last year. You like the Orioles, right? I mean, you'll yes. work for them. Yeah. And I feel like the last two or three years. They should have done more, and I'm worrying right. if that window has has sliced down on them. The Red Sox, I think that's what seventeen and three. Oh Wild. My God, man, they have such. Uh, the, I think their record no one's had since like 1900. Oh my yeah. gosh. Oh, is that that's true? I bet probably yeah. at Fenway. Okay. It's blooming day. Uh, standings, fake league. Oh. Like I said, Red Sox at the top. Uh, in the central, uh, uh, in the east, in the central, the Indians eleven and ocho. In the west, the Astros at sixteen and seven. Whoa! In the National League East, the Mets are in first at fourteen and six. The Phillies right behind them at fourteen and seven. Wow! What it's neck the to neck. Hell! It's neck to neck on the, the, the Long Island Expressway. It, oh. It's 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 neck to neck on the on the West Side Parkway. Swing and a miss, struck him out. The Philadelphia Phillies are 2008 World Champions of Baseball. April 22nd. You know, when baseball really matters. Cardinals in the Central and Diamondbacks in the West. In the West. Anything going on in the NFL? What's happened? I saw there was an article about um, Foles and... Brady, I guess they were talking somewhere, and he gave him some love, Brady, finally. Which is good, I guess. Three months after the Super Bowl, after you lost, maybe to be a bit of a sportsman and say congratulations. What, like 
Foles and Brady were in like a crowded party and they were like crossing paths and Brady had like no other move but to be good, like, good, oh, good, uh, uh, hi, uh, a good game, uh, 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 a good game uh, uh, back uh, uh, in February. Oh, I was, uh, do, do you need another hors d'oeuvre? I'm going over there. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> do you want to drink? I don't drink, but I'm going to go get another lemon. Isn't that awkward when you're at a party and you're like, you want to drink? Oh, I don't drink. You want to be like, why are you here? I know. So like, doesn't this like really suck for you? Yeah. Do you want to get a drink? I don't, I don't drink. Oh. oh. That always takes the air out of my sails if you talk to someone. Hey, you want to grab a beer? Oh, no, I'm good. I don't drink. Oh. I, I mean, you don't know if there's a problem there and you can't, which right. is admirable, but, or if you're just weird. Because I think if you don't drink, you're weird. If you're in a sobriety program and you don't drink, I think that's awesome because right. you did drink a lot and obviously yeah. that was good <laughs> and you cleaned up and you're a better person. But if you just yeah. don't drink, like Trump just doesn't drink for the sake of not drinking, that guy could use a drink. That guy needs to chill out a little bit. Yeah, I don't trust a man he, that doesn't drink. Right, or smoke. Like, if he doesn't do one or the other, I think there's something weird with you. Unless you, you need advice. Said, Everybody needs advice. Right. If you don't have one, you are so corrupt that we can't see it, and it's so dirty. That's your vice. You're like, you're crying. You're corrupt. And it's not like you can say, my body's a temple. That's why I don't do this. No, you're still fat and you look like shit. It's a gumdrop shape. You know, it's not like, it's not like you're, yeah, you look like, not dumb, you look like Grimace. Grimace. Purple guy. Yeah. Yeah. What the hell was Speaking of Nick Foles, he agrees to restructured contract with the Eagles. Um... The deal includes $2 million signing bonus incentives if he starts and hits certain benchmarks, uh, a mutual option for 2019. Hmm. Okay. All right. That's good. I can get on board with that. Get a little with that, yeah. That's fine. Yeah, let's do it. Philly special. Ready? Here we go. Here we go. Tonight. Easy, easy. Kill, kill! Lane, Lane! Let's go! Let's go! Let's go! I could certainly get and put my finger in that sweet potato pie. Yeah, for that potato salad. Off my finger. And then use a different finger to take another lick. I could certainly plunge my head into that clam stew. Suckled pig. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Plum pie. <laughs> Suckled pig. <laughs> Suckled pig. A suckling pig. pig? Suckled. Yeah, what is it? suckling pig? Suckled pig. When I went to England too, I asked the family I was staying with if they ate that because I, I, that's all I knew from like a Christmas Carol. I was like, do you guys eat suckling pig a lot? And they're like, what? And I'm like, I, I don't know. Do you, do you eat. Um, like gruel, I was just quoting oh like Christmas Carol, a Chris, Christmas Carol lines. I'm like, yeah. do you have, uh, do you ever visit Bedlam, the mental hospital? You're being a very, very offensive, sir. I'm an American. We're stupid. What do you want me to do? <laughs> Over to Batman. I wanted to do a WWF update, but it's just so hard. There's, I don't recognize anything, or I don't recognize anything that, like, you know. A non-fan would even understand. Yeah, the game with that's changed since you and I were calling the shots. Yeah, calling no the longer shots. are the days of Hulk Hogan and the Rock. Hockey Talk Man. And the Hitman. Cubs, uh, Bryant, 
hit That's by... weird. You just said that. I was just going to ask you if you had the spring training Cubs hat, and then you said Cubs. Yeah. Oh, weird. Really weird. Yeah. Really weird. I have the one from last Same year or, th- or the year before. <laughs> I saw somebody in the elevator wearing that the other day, and I had to ask you about that. All right. Sorry to interrupt. Meet it's a fine. You didn't pick up on that. It's not a fine. Did you uh, videotape that? The uh, the hat? That sketch that you wrote me, or that I did the voiceovers for. Yeah, last weekend, last Saturday. Oh, so it's already filmed. It's done. Ah. Just you just need to put it. the voice over it? Oh, you need Voiceovers and the last scene. Hmm. Okay. Well, listen to my thing. It's like not even two minutes. I just put the Me Too's at the beginning. I just put like three separate Thank you. Me Too. Uh, and me too. if they're too close and you can't separate them, just let me oh, know no. if there's a problem because I'll redo it. You're it's natural. So fun. I think it's funny. You're one take king. Mm. Thank you. It's like when you paint a picture and you say, all right, I'm done. And you hang it on I'm the done. wall and then you go, oh, I should have oh, added sh- more shade under that fucking tree. Should have added a shark in there and you start breaking the glass open and cutting yourself. And then blood gets on it and you're like, ah, it's a little too red. Um, <laughs> falling asleep, getting dizzy and fainting. Medical attention. As I was saying, Cubs' Chris Bryant leaves game after getting hit in the head by pitch. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. That's why, to me, baseball is the scariest sport to play. Me too. I don't Isn't understand it? why anyone likes playing it. It's like It scares yeah, me to death, man. Maybe 30%. I'll hit this, and hopefully he won't hit me. Hopefully this 90-mile-per-hour <gasps> fastball doesn't hit me in the eye and make me go blind. Dude. I'm telling you, baseball scares me. I've been hit with a ball a few times in the head. Yes. It's, I would play baseball with like people our age that are, aren't professionals, but when you're talking about like 90 mile per hour plus fastballs, yeah. and if you're, if you're a third baseman, those things will take off your head. Oh, my God. Line I mean, drive. it's the scariest sport in the world. As a yeah. pitcher, yeah. Is, to me, is the scariest job in the world. Like Throwing these balls and having them swing them back at you, oh. my, my reaction time is not that quick. No. I would play football now on a professional team and just get injured after one play and walk off and be done because at least I have padding. Right. Like baseball, you don't have anything. Like you're, you have a cup on. That's it. You don't have a mask. Hardly anyone wears cups anyways. Uh, that Ooh. Dude, that I, I agree. By the time you're letting go of the ball, someone is swinging the bat and you have to get out of the way. Like, it's, it's so instantaneous. I don't know how the human body reacts fast enough not to get killed by a ball flying right back at them like a bullet. It's so scary. And those guys in the outfield, like, if you're a center fielder oh and you have to gauge where the ball is going to land to the wall behind you to how fast you have to run, and also keep in mind of where you have to put the ball if there's a runner on. Yes. I mean, there's so much, like, math and like sheer mental awareness i just have to fucking do this right i mean i give them a lot of credit man it's not an easy sport to play i mean it's easy to sport to understand and to watch but to be truly good at it there's so much going on that's why you need those like first base coaches and everything i need someone there to tell me like what to do because there's too much going on around me and on top of that there's like you know fifty thousand people watching me and tv like you know there's no error like it's 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 very sweaty and juicy there's so many Zero room for um, error. signals being made from Zero room for error. pitcher, 
from to the catcher, from a coach in the dugout to the first yeah, right. base coach to the shortstop, yeah, right. back to the catcher. Yeah, There's right. All oh these gosh. things happening between every single pitch that just I don't know. You don't. Oh my gosh. The normal fan just doesn't see. They don't see it. They're doing it just trying to be tricky. And on top of that, the schedule, you're on a plane like every two days going to another city. Zero room for error. Start like another hot game at 1 p.m. and then a doubleheader and then another game. You're, I mean, it's wild, man. It's juicy. What comes of that? Ex-kicker Feely apologizes for gun pic- picture. Jay Feely says picture oh, yeah. with gun and daughter was a joke. Uh, Hilarious. Oh, God. It's him standing between him and his daughter and her prom date and he's holding a gun. That's kind of funny. In his hand. Poor taste, but maybe funny to like make a joke in the time, but I don't know if I'd post that. I think it's lame. Feely. The kid is, eh, he's being a good sport. The prom date. He's hanging in there. He knows he's going to get a blowjob tonight. And that. Oh, my God. No, no, it's not you. I I just got, I had a ham sandwich. I'm full. I just, let's talk. We can't do this anymore. Can you hand me that towel? You can't use it again. Do you have extra bed sheets here? (laughs) You need to change them. Oh, yes. What's the challenge, John? Do you have extra bed sheets? I wet the bed. I, I, I didn't come early. I just peed. I'm just oh, going to go with that. Oh, no. I think I rolled over a juice box. Yeah. It was, it was, I had a Boku in my pants. Oh. A Boku. You know, the, the upscale tr- juice carton, and it, and it exploded. That existed for a month? <laughs> Remember that? Boku. Boku. Uh, Whoever. Nasty. It was like was white bad. grape. That was bad. It was like white. I say let's have a nice white grape raspberry Boku. We're adults, we can choose. Boku is adult, adult flavors. There's no straw involved. We're talking full tab here. And can you believe she wouldn't even let me go to the juice box aisle and she'd drive by the supermarket to see if my car was parked outside. I hear now she's seeing a juice box counselor. All I wanted was a Boku. Boku Remember the Capri Suns and you, you, you like would miss with the straw and then you're like, fuck. Oh, oh. I've mastered that. Yeah, yeah. The the the, the, the key to that stab. is getting all the volume at the top when you when you right. poke. Yeah, you squeeze it at the hips. Yes, yes. You get the pinch. You get the uh, pear bottom to look more like uh, a deformed orange, where it's more round at the top. Did you see any of the uh, Sixers game yesterday? No, just the clips on CNN on the sports. I just watched some of the highlights. It's just so chaotic in here, dude. Like, Heather and I, you know, like, she's a Heat fan. I'm a Sixers fan. The last two games have been so close. It's like, and I'm, like, pacing the room. I don't sit down for two seconds. I'm running over into the dining room and hitting my ball just so I can lose my mind. So you're going to say hitting your balls. I'm like, I wouldn't do that. Is is Hannah going to be a Sixers fan or a Heat fan? Because I saw she watches TV, like, and stays pays attention to it, like Lost. Yeah. She was actually really watching it, which is cute. She watches like everything. And, but is she going to be a Phillies fan, a Philadelphia sports fan because of you, or is she going to? I mean. Philadelphia, here they come. Philadelphia, on 
She just cares about basketball. Basketball and football. Who's her football team? Okay, cool. So, so Hannah will most likely be a Philadelphia sports fan. Mostly a bandwagon move. She was a Jets fan. But who could? Yeah, be that's. I can't blame her oh for getting gosh. off that train. Kunze. I would. Wouldn't you do the same? If you were a Jets fan, and someone you were going to marry was an Eagles fan, and you're like, yeah, no, we're we're gonna get off. We're gonna get off this this ginger right now. My ex did the same thing with the Phillies. She was a Yankees fan, but it was the Phillies' rise to the top in the World Series, and she was a huge fan. I've seen that before. My my best friends, one of my best friends' wives, Mike Day, Courtney, she's from Pittsburgh, and during like they started dating in like 2000, they got married in like 2008. You know, they have three kids now, but she was a, always a Pittsburgh fan. But then, lo and behold, come mid 2000s, she's a diehard Phillies fan now, but still a Steelers fan because they had all those Super Bowls of course. in the 2000s. She didn't jump over to the Eagles, but she jumped over to the Phillies. So it's interesting to see when that happens. Yeah. Did you adopt a Jen? Was Jen a sports fan? Um, Jen likes baseball. She doesn't really. She likes she's a Dodgers fan. She's all oh, okay. LA. Okay, that's why. Yeah. Kind of. I, I root for the Dodgers. Yeah, yeah. I root for the Dodgers. I wanted, I wanted them to win the World Series. You know. I think uh, it will. I'll just like everything with this kid. Whatever she, whoever she picks, whoever's good when she like understands what basketball is. That's what it'll be. So if the right. Sixers are still good in like eight years, she'll probably be a Sixers fan. Yeah, that's how it works too. I know a guy that was a Colts fan his whole life, Vince. He wants to be on the show. I think I sent a video to you guys about him. Buddy Vince from high school. I sent you a video about him. He was he started playing Everybody Dance Now and was like, I'm not gay, you're gay. He's a comedian. But he's a Colts fan and always was, like way before Peyton Manning. And it was interesting because he I'm like, Why do you like the Colts, man? Like Jeff they're not George. even good. I was just gonna say, Jeff George. That Bobby was like you know Hebert. Clarence uh what was the guy's name? Let's get it. The, the, run, the running back he used to have. Clarence Clemens, Clarence Thomas. Clarence McCombsy. Clarence McCombsy. But then they got Peyton Manning. They started winning. He's like, I've always been there, man. I'm like, yes, you have. Yes, you have. You know? Oh, I'd like to have him that. on, and I want to talk to him about Andrew Luck and how weird they've been about his medical reports. Yeah, they are been weird. It's, they're kind of sealed up. the football. We're going to take it day by day, and we're going to evaluate his progression. And, yeah, but has he thrown the football in two years? We're just taking it day by day. Tomorrow they, we'll take it by day by day. By day. I love the excuses. Tomorrow we're just going to, well, we're going to see where he is. Right now he's feeling optimistic, but we're going to just see how these develop. Yeah, we know we're going to see what develop. That's why we're here. We're asking you oh questions. We want the developments. Let's just take it day by day. Can you, you can't invest in a sports team. Can you, like you can't buy stock in the Eagles. I think you can for the Packers. They're owned by the fans. I think they're public traded. I think you can actually buy stock in, in Green Bay. I don't know about the other teams. Right, like, <clears throat> because if you could, then the doctors would have to tell you, or the coaches would have to tell you about Andrew Luck because it's possible fringe on your investment. Yeah, they have to disclose. health. A, there would have to be a board mm-hmm. that would have to disclose, like, a status report of, like, right. what's happening because you're, you're an investor. State of the union. Yes, yeah, so state of the... Um, Boner. State of the... 
stay to the bone. I would buy stock in the Phillies, and I would blow that out of proportion. I would buy like a share for eighty bucks and be like, "I'm a part owner of the Phillies. Why do you why do you drive a Ford? Don't worry about it." I would buy stock in the Eagles for sure. Oh yeah, I would buy stock in the Sixers because now I feel like it would be a good time to do that. Oh. Do you play stocks? I done five years ago. No, but I I know enough where I probably should like. Yeah. I think Heather has some judician moving our yeah. money around. Jewish uh, woman, she's probably have millions of dividends stashed away. Off Star, offshore, Star Island. Overseas. Offshore. And, and on Star Island. Yeah, of course. Famous. Star. You want to put tonight in the W column? Sure. Yeah. You're going to watch, before we go, you're going to watch Westworld tonight. That's three hours from now? Can't wait. Four, uh, two hours and 43 minutes. Uh, I think if it's at nine o'clock, then yeah, I will be firing that shit up. I watched the finale the other day. I guess yesterday I watched it. So many things I totally forgot about. And dude, what the fuck? In the trailer, one of those big white things that are the hosts before they look like a person. Yeah. Throws a guy into one of those vats of white liquid and. The one thing's making like a brain. It's like digitally creating a brain. And a, so like, weird. Like, what the fuck? Are they making clones? Like Stormtrooper Army? Yeah, what's happening? It's really exciting. I, know. I feel like this was a long wait between the first and second season, though. It was. It feels like a, two years almost. Yeah. It was basically, I think, two years. Before we go, real quick, what do you think about Walking Dead? The ending. We touched about that in the last show of Piscardi, but it kind of got glossed over a little bit. Are you a fan of, of of them not killing Negan and bringing him on, or do you think that was a, a bad move? I, when Rick reached out and slit his throat, I was like, whoa. Oh, he was dead. Wow. Okay. All right. That's amazing because I know in the comics he makes it a lot further. And then all of a sudden, I heard Rick say, now Negan's not dead. Yeah, right. I was like, is he just lying to them? Like, what the fuck is going on? And then how did they save him if he slit his throat? Yeah, I don't think you should have slit his throat. I mean, you should kill him or, like, spare him. But that was kind of like a writing thing where they're like, make it, people think he's dead for a second. Oh, like the, but not by slitting a throat. Like, that's an artery. Right. I mean, that's, you're not getting up from that. Like, when they made you think Glenn got killed under the dumpster oh that was the worst that was like in the top five worst moves of that show it's just so it's like time filler writing right and now maggie might they they pinned it up for where she's going to be going against you know rick Uh, the family's divided i like that i like that because they haven't done that in a while they've divided them but not like not since shane really had a true one yeah (laughs) it'll be interesting Will be juicy, terrific. If you get hungry ass. later, yeah, lemon's ass. If you get hungry later on and you want to eat, you can feed us. But if you want to chat with us on Twitter and get some information about the show, you can tweet us. Snap us at the underscore podcast. Tonight's show, put the W column. From the gentleman in charge of the Chicago Cubs spring training embroidery and stitchery caps, Jonathan Astor, to the man in charge of getting a band aid after accidentally embroidering and stitchering his left hand and causing an injury, Matthew Clark. Thank you so much for tuning into the podcastle and good night, everybody. McCombs. And Godspeed. Trust the process. Mm-hmm.
Lordy Dordy, we likes to party, we don't cause trouble, we don't bother nobody, we're just some niggas who on the mic, and when we rock up on the mic, we rock the mic, for all my dogs, keeping y'all in health, just to see you smile and enjoy yourself, cause it's cool when you cause a cozy conditioning, which we create, cause that's our mission, so listen close. To what we say because this type of shit happens every day. I woke up around 10 o'clock in the morning. I gave myself a stretch up, a moaning, yawning. Went to the bathroom to wash up. I threw some soap on my face and put my hands up on a cup and said, um, mirror, mirror on the wall. Who is the top dog of them all? There was a ruffle double. Five minutes it lasted. The mirror said, You conceited bastard. Well, that's true. That's why we never have no beef. So I slipped off my khakis and my gold leaf. Use oil of LA cause my skin gets pale. And then I got the foul for my fingernails. I'm true to the style on my behalf. I put the bubbles in the tub so I can take a bubble bath. Clean, dry was my body and hair. I threw on my brand new doggy underwear. For all the bitches I might take home I got the Johnson baby powder and cool water cologne Now I'm fresh dressed like a million bucks Threw on my white socks with my all blue chucks Stepped out the house, stopped short, oh no I went back in, I forgot my endo Then I dilly, I ran through a I bumped into this smoker name from the this was a girl playing hard to get, so I said, what's wrong? Cause she looked upset, she said, um, it's all because of you. leadership in the locker room if you're looking at donovan mcnab you know he i don't really think he was a very good leader and you look at the eagles locker room now and you have a collection you have a collection of altar boys i would 